Hello everyone, welcome to another edition of St. Louis Baseball Weekly Review. Sunday, July 16th, late edition. A little bit late today. My friend Wyatt had to work. Wyatt, what do you know? That we won today. We won today and we won the series. After the All-Star break, we're 2-1. and one. We are 2-1. and one. I, th- I thought we could have won all three. That one game was pretty sloppy. A couple bad throws. And it's interesting. Contreras made a couple of them. Marinato made one. Then Herrera got to play yesterday, and he looked pretty good. Today, Kinzer's back. So it's like a catcher. You never know who's going to start now. Yeah, you never know. I did see him always said that Herrera does deserve to be the backup. So I'm thinking Kinzer's going to be the third man. You know, I, I, I get it. Kisner could be the one that gets traded if anybody wants him. I don't know if Contreras, if we would pick up some of his contract, that he would be tradable. But uh, I don't know where they're going. But um, I hear Moa last week on KMOX, and this week, you know, there's going to be trades coming. It didn't work like they planned. Now, I still feel that a lot of that is coaching, but he seems to be putting more of it on the players that they're going to need a different mix. So it sounds like there's going to be some changes. And watching the games, I'm seeing everybody that's healthy get a little bit of a playing time. I'm seeing Carlson out there now. Donovan's starting to play more outfield. They're moving Newtbar around. Walker's out there. Burleson's out there. It's like a showcase. Everybody's playing right now. And I, I think if scouts are in the audience looking at tape or if they're at the games from other teams seeing who our players are, they're going to say, okay, O'Neal's coming back possibly tomorrow. He'll get a shot. De Young's out there. I mean, it's it's a wide open marketplace. I think I think there's a lot of opportunity to move some people. Yeah, I, there's definitely a lot of people on our team that will probably get traded. I can think about like four of them already. Yeah, they say it's like a roster clutter. You know, there's just too many guys in the outfield and everything. It's so funny though that we're going to trade pitchers, but we need pitchers. It's just the way it works because they're free agents. So we've got. Uh, Montgomery and Jack Flaherty, free agents. Hicks is going to be a free agent. Helsley's under control. He's been mentioned a lot, so it sounds like he's on the market. It sounds like, from what I'm reading, Cabrera's on the market. And it sounds like DeYoung's probably on the market. Some people feel like either Edmund or Donovan, one of them are going to go. They think Carlson's on the market. It seems to me that Burleson might be somebody to keep. But um, I'm, I'm just a fan. I like the way he plays. But it's going to get wild here shortly. It is going to be wild, and I'm not sure what's going to happen. And it's either going to be really exciting or it's going to be a flop. Be a dud. I suspect we're going to move three or four guys, if not more. And probably a, we can move two or three in a package deal. There's already some rumors out there for the Yankees pitchers, and there's a, another rumor for this one and that one. But, you know, you never know. But anyway, back to the stats. Two and one, you know, it's it's okay. It's Washington. Um, we're now 11 and a half back. Uh, records 40 and 53. Last 10 games were five and five, which is respectable. It's not what we need. 
but right now 500 is respectable for this crew. It is respectful, respectable for this crew indeed. Um, if we play like we did this series for the rest of the season, I'm thinking we might have a chance in the wild card. I don't know. First game was rough, and again, we're playing the Nationals. They're last place team, so it's kind of like two, two last place teams throwing it out. But I tell you, it's our offense is good. You know, we scored eight today, and we, we score a lot. Even when the pitchers give it up early, the offense keeps us in the game. Truly, if we had some pitching this year, we would be a playoff team. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I don't – maybe we could have signed Scherzer or something. I don't know. A lot of those guys that the Rangers got were right in the middle of the pack, just middle-of-the-road guys that if we were to sign two of them, one or two of those guys – but uh, it is what it is. You know, look forward. But, yeah, um, August 1st is a deadline, so activity is going to start here shortly. This week we got a full seven games every day. We got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We're home against Schumacher's Marlins. They're good. So if we beat them two out of three, that will be an accomplishment. And then we got four at Chicago to see the Little Bears. We do got to see the Little Bears. Um, I'm hearing they also are going to trade people away like us. It, that's what I'm hearing. But if, for a while there, they were saying they were going to add hitting because they've got the best pitching in the division. And now it sounds like they're going to move some pitchers. So either I guess we'll find out shortly. But there's there's seven back. I'm, I'm hearing they're going to trade Bellinger to the Yankees. I hear people talking about Stroman. It's, it's wild. But, yeah, a couple stats. Nation, uh, National League stats, Wyatt, this surprised me. Donovan is average is number nine in the National League. Goldsmith is number ten. Donovan's two eighty six. Goldsmith's two eighty five. Arenado's at sixteenth at two eighty. So that tells me the top ten batters are not even batting three hundred. So right now, if you're batting two eighty, you're doing pretty darn good, which is really crazy to me. It is very crazy, and that's with banning the shift and the bases are bigger. So it should have the averages should have went up, but they're still not. Oh, they are not up, but at least um, the fans are more excited. Seems to on base percentage, uh, Donovan's eleventh, Goldsmith's twelfth. They're right there together, three seventy two, and a three seventy. So that's almost four times out of ten they're on base. Um, our home run leaders with twenty is Arenado. He's picked it up here lately. Jack Flaherty leads our team with seven wins. ERA leader is Montgomery with a 3.23, which is darn good. Save Gallegos, 8. That's surprising to me. I thought it would be Hicks. He threw that ball away the other day, and then he blew one yesterday, you know, and gave it up. But yeah, um, interesting. I, don't, I think he'll, <clears throat> if he's not traded, he'll take it by the end of the year. But I, I worry about Hicks, and I like Hicks. I think he's something to work with, but I... I don't know if he if he leaves if we're going to be able to re-sign him. You know, it's going to be interesting. I, I do think he's a cardinal, but man, so if we lose him or Helsley, I don't think Helsley could be our closer anymore. So if we would lose him, we're going to have to find a closer and two or three starters for next year. Matt's got blown out again. He didn't go five innings today against the last place Nationals, so I don't think you can count on Matt's. So we're hurting. Libertor, you can't count on. Wainwright's going to be gone. Flyard is a free agent. Montgomery's a free agent. The only thing we got is 
Michaelis. And we're going to need at least at least two other starters from outside the organization. And then that's counting Libertor, maybe Dakota Hudson or something. It's going to get tight. Yeah, um, Stephen Matz did not play today. He played yesterday. Yeah, yesterday, but he just didn't get it done. He did not get it done. Um, I would agree. Uh, maybe we're going to go after the lower, like, triple-A pitchers, making, thinking Graceffo, possibly McGreevy. I don't know. That might be too big of a leap. But that's what's so interesting. So these teams would want our pitchers that are ready for the majors now and they're going to give us their pitchers that are ready for next year that's weird to me and they're, and they're going to know montgomery and flaherty are only there for this year they have no control and montgomery is with boris and boris is going for the highest dollar so they're going to take our pitchers for two or three months make a playoff run and give up their pitchers that are possibly ready for next year that's tough. That's going to be hard to do. It will be hard to do. Um, I'm, there's a pitcher, speaking of pitching, I'm hearing this Seattle guy. He's been on our minds. Logan Gilbert. He's 26. And we'll see. And there's some people think uh, Goldsmith could be traded because he's going to be 37 next year, and we're not going to re-sign him in two years, so you might as well move him now and get Walker into the infield. So... You know, it gets interesting. It's like a, it's like a, kind of a TV series right now, just trying to follow along and see what they're going to do. But who knows? But uh, definitely going to see some changes, and that might be the most exciting thing that happens this year is the reforming of the team. Yeah, this whole trade deadline month is going to be interesting. I mean, they're saying Otani might get traded away. Well, if if he's telling the Angels that he's not going to re-sign with them, or if they're getting that feeling, they may as well move him because they'll get four prospects for him. They'll get the top 100. Whoever has the most top 100 prospects, they're trading them away. Somebody, the last rumor I saw was the Dodgers. You know, But if he's not going to sign with them and you're going to lose them and get nothing in three months, man, I'd trade them. And they need to rebuild. But, yeah. I don't follow him enough, but yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. I wouldn't think he's going to sign there. I've, I've saw interviews where he says, I'm tired of losing. I want to be on a winner. So I think he's ready to move. Juan Soto with the Padres is out there too. It's going to be interesting to see where this shakes out. You got any material for today? I do. Um, obviously, we were going to speak after the MLB draft, which officially happened. And our 21st pick in the draft was an outfielder named Chase Davis. They said on the MLB Network, he's the best hitter in this class, which sounds very exciting. His stats in last season of college, he batted 362 in 57 games played. He had 21 home runs and 74 RBIs, which was the most... In the pack, 12 of home runs. Yeah, I've heard good things about the Cardinals draft from pretty much across the board. They said even some of the people we picked up late are like, man, that was a really good pickup. That's a really good risk. That's a really good gamble. But, you know, we got got our draft team, which they they pick us the right talent, Randy Flores, right? And um, he gets us the right talent. And um, 
we just got to get a little better at developing it, I think. kind of wish he was the GM and the scout, honestly. Might be too much for him, but yeah. Or some, or, yeah, or have somebody else that's in that department be part of this because we're, we're definitely hurting. And our second, our second player drafted was in the third round, 90th pick. His name is Travis Honeyman. I guess he loves his honey. Um, he played 39 games. He batted 302, uh, 304, had six home runs and 30 RBIs, and he had 10 stone bases. Where's he from? He is from Boston College. Okay, so two college players. Okay, so these guys would theoretically be closer to the majors than a high schooler, so be interesting. But yeah, I, again, I heard a lot of good things about the Cardinals players. You know, and that, that's kind of back to the team again. Is, is they've got to figure out who they're going to go with, and those guys got to start. You know, we've got O'Neill, Newtbar, Carlson, Burleson, Edmonds out there. You know, we got five, six guys playing the outfield. Walker. You know, it's like we're going to have to figure out four and let somebody get some playing time here. <clears throat> Interesting stat I saw today was Kisner's war wins above replacement is better than Jordan Walker's. Because Walker's batting like 275 with eight home runs. And when you compare him to other people, you know, not rookies, he's doing okay for a rookie, but he's not killing it. No, he's not killing it. I'm thinking it might, Kisner's might be higher because of the defense. I think he's had some, he's had some good hitting games. You know, there's times there. Contreras is picking it up here lately, but sometimes he's hitting better than Contreras. He's right there and he's never had... A full season. I could see him getting a shot with somebody and, and doing okay. Yeah, I I would agree. Maybe like a lower record rebuild team like Oakland or somebody. I don't know who all needs a catcher, but there's probably 15 teams that he would be better than what they have. There's, catchers are hard to find. But I like him. You know, I hope, hope the best for him. I, you know, again, they, maybe we package some money and we move Contreras. He's been a source of controversy for the whole time. And he made a couple throwing errors yesterday, and then or the first game, and then I always said we can't play like that at the major league level. So he kind of took a backhanded shot at him. I don't think he's overly liked with the managers. I think they're frustrated with him. I think they probably regret paying that much. Maybe, but who knows? Maybe he can fix it next year. And uh, shout out to Mr. Kisner. Um, welcome back from your grueling injury on your on the fourth of July. Yeah, it was tough. Got hit in the groin. But yeah, Contreras, the thing is, is, is um, they knew what they were getting. They had plenty of time to scout him. You know, he's been around, so he's playing like he does. That's what he does. But again, got a lot of changes coming. We'll see how it goes. But it's interesting. We'll have a different team next year. Probably four or five different players that are, you know, starters. That's all I got for the week. We got seven games this week. We're going to need to win f- to really make a run at the playoffs, we're going to need to win five of these games. Four would be the bare bones. Four and three would be the bare bones we can use. If we are if we go three and four and lose seven more games off the schedule, it's over. It's probably over now, but theoretically, if we got hot, you never know. But uh, that's it, Wyatt. Last information, what do you got? Um, I'll give a shout-out to Burleson and Walker yesterday. Uh, Burleson made an incredible catch. Off the wall, his first in his career as an outfielder ever. So very impressive. 
And uh, Jordan Walker's diving catch. They said he was like Superman out there. They yeah, were good plays. Burleson said he credits all that to Willie McGee, my favorite all-time player. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. But to see him flying around for a big man, you know, they kind of rip him a little bit, being chubby and stuff. But, um, boy, he can hit. When he hits, he's like Gorman. Them guys, I would say him and him and Gorman, probably not movable. Um, Gorman just swings vicious. I mean, he just rips it. When he's on, man, he just slashes that ball. But, yeah, have a good week, everybody. Thank you for listening. Wyatt, what do you got? Um, speaking of Jordan Walker and that incredible catch, I've I've been here at Jim Edmonds twice. I mean, yeah, twice in the two weeks. He's been talking about Mark McGuire. He, he wants Mark McGuire back on the Cardinals to coach Jordan Walker. Yeah, he keeps talking about a big man to a big man, like Walker 6'6", and McGuire was big. <clears throat> and he understands the angles with the body and things, and apparently he's out there. <clears throat> they could bring him in and talk to Jordan or at least talk or meet or get together something or bring him back as a coach, but uh, he's definitely mentioned it. You know, He's definitely talked to McGuire. Yeah, you're saying behind the scenes today that you think that it's an like a shot at the pitching coach because you think that, speaking of the hidden coach, they should fire the pitching coach. I think the way Edmund says you learn from people that have done it, and McGuire's done it, I think in a, in a backhand way we all know that the problem with this team is pitching. We've got some fundamental issues, and we're not always, but the hitting's been the runs we're scoring is good, but pitching's terrible. One-run games were like 7 and 18. It's unreal. And uh, I think he's saying that, you know, the without putting a name on it that, we need pitching coaches that have experience because it's not cutting it. I'm surprised they haven't let go of the pitching coach at least this year, but uh, we'll see what happens. I'll probably let him go at the end, and uh, they should bring back Chris Carpenter. Yeah, maybe to let him go and just put him on as an assistant coach, bring in a, another consultant or something. But, yeah, it's good. again, it's an interesting thing with the coaching uh, carousel as well. Okay, have a good week. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you get a chance, give us a review. Fly Cardinals fly with seven games, and we got a trade deadline. we got a lot to talk about next week, Wyatt. Yeah, things are going to be really not hot, or trades are going to be flying all over the place. Yeah, we'll have some other teams to talk about, too, I'm sure. Okay, everybody, thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye.